Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever, Southern West Virginia's only dance competition show fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry. This is episode 285. BBC's The Greatest Dancer, season one, episode two coverage on the way. The whole time he was getting everything ready for us to do this show, I was listening to Sister Sledge's version of The Greatest Dancer. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't just leave it playing in the background. Nah. So our first act, let's call them acts. Yeah, they're acts. Our first act out is Dynamic Dads. They all look like, you know, dad bod dads. They all look dynamic. And they had to be a dad to be part of Dynamic Dads. They apparently, um, their kids are in da- a dance school. I believe they're all all daughters. I believe yeah. they're all dads of daughters. Yeah, in, in a dance, because... Spoiler, they got their 75%, but while they were talking about what they were, would do with the money if they won, they said that they would go on a small vacation and then put the rest back into the studio where their daughters dance. So that guess, was kind of yeah. cool. So they're all neighborhoods. So, some of those guys probably know each other outside of yeah. anything, you know. Yeah, probably so. They were not good. Not at all. No. However, they got their 75% because they were dynamic. Because they were dance dads. Yep. That's, I mean. Our next act out was Fionn, F-I-O-N-N, and he was a nine-year-old boy from Ireland. Glasgow. Glasgow, Ireland. Cutest little thing in yeah. the world, and his technique was outstanding. When he was dancing, before the, spoiler, the, the, the mirror, mirror opened. Yeah. And he got a 75%. But before the mirror opened, he was dancing. His technique was wonderful. The minute the mirror opened and he saw the audience and felt that energy, he became a performer. And the rest of the dance was even better. So I was quite happy he got through and his mom cried. I cried. This whole show makes me cry. Yeah. Just this about is... every single one wow. makes me cry. That's what this, song, this show is about. I do believe it's the feels. That's why you're going to come it's back. It's all the feels. You know, all the feels all the so. time. Next out was Mind Trick. At least for this portion. Now, when they're down to the final nine and everything, it will be yeah, more about the, the dance. Yeah, the feels might because not be Because we'll, so we'll be past the story. Yes. So, yeah. Mind Trick, yes. He, he had, is a close, close twitch, street type, isolated Isolation, animation, yeah. pop and lock. I, that I'm, kind of thing. Yeah. And but it was excellent. His was a lot more subtle. Yes. It, it wasn't hard-hitting popping and locking. So maybe it wasn't because he called it strobing. Mm-hmm. Well, he said that was his, his signature move, that he did more than that. Strobing. But signature move was strobing. Which, when he said that, he sh- he walked with that um, animated kind of style. Mm-hmm. So may- maybe that's the strobing is doing it while you're walking. Appearing to walk. Yeah. And he did not get the 75%. Much, he really should have. Much to the chagrin of Banjo, he was quite miffed. What's his first name? I call him by his last name because it's a cool last name. I don't remember. Robert, Bob, Bob Banjo. John, maybe? John, Don, Phil, Steve, You Nick. keep throwing out some first yeah, I, names, I, I, and I'll Google it real I've, fast. I've, I forget what is... What is Jonathan, John, I don't know. But uh, on the podcast, he said that uh, Dynamic Dads, who we've already talked about. Jordan. Jordan Banjo. And another uh, group that we'll talk about here momentarily, Company Jinx, were his 
two favorites from this episode. Mind Trick and Company Jinx? No, Dynamic Dad oh, and Company, Company Jinx. Jinx. But he was mad about Mind Trick. Because of how, in, in, in his opinion, how talented Mind Trick was and mm-hmm. how little that talent was recognized by the audience. The same audience that didn't put through a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm last episode Mm -hmm. for the same reason Mm -hmm. if it's not exciting and and big or or has a good story has a good story then you don't go through next up was company jinx apparently one of jordan banjo's favorite groups boogie woogie bugle boy of company Company jinx Uh they were a very young group yeah kind of like your peewee league football cheerleading group yeah Mm -hmm. they, they were kind of like that and they got a yes. Just they like the little peewee cheerleading groups on World of Dance. Ugh. It's pitiful. Pitiful. Right after Mind Trick. They didn't recognize his talent, and then they put through a bunch of no talent. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Company Jinx is not the, gr- not the young group. No, Company Jinx was the all-in-black um, commercial. Oh, the commercial Commercial troop. Like 16 of them. So, yeah, that had a professional choreographer. Yeah, they, they were good. That was with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, they were they were good, but they were nothing that we haven't seen before no, in but World of Dance or anything else. But. That's the kind of yeah. group that you expect to, to go all the way to the finals yeah. in this kind of competition yeah. because they're polished, coordinated, they look good, they got a professional choreographer mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, yeah. Next out were the Afro Queens. No, the D- DSK Juniors the or whatever. JSD Minis. Yeah, they were yeah. the... Okay. Afro Queens is next. Yes. And it's a group of women. They don't all have Afros. No. I don't, I don't understand No, one of them, that. at least one of them was bald. Three of them, I think, were Three? bald. Three? Okay. Yep. Yeah. And they were in clear rain jackets with hoods and their booty shorts and shirts underneath. And they were not very together. They started out very slow and not together at all and got a little better towards the end, but they did not get the 75%, and I wasn't surprised. They struck me like an NBA dance troupe. A bad NBA dance troupe. And that's, that's the kind of moves they were doing, too, is that poppy kind of contemporary radio music mm-hmm. video diva dance stuff. <sighs> Yeah. So. JSD Minis were next, and this is the little girls. This is the little, cheerleading tiny, cheer, group. Cheerleading, cheerleading yes. group. But they were better than Afro Queens, I must say. I disagree. They were more synchronized. They were more together. All of them were dancing. There were times on Afro Queens where the people in the back weren't doing anything. All they did is four moves over and no, they over didn't. and they did over. More, and they did it okay. to a Tina Turner song. Okay. That was the best part. They got their 75%. Unfortunately. Mark Short was next. And his claim to fame was being one of the bananas. Bananas in pajamas from back in the 90s. Uh, as well as dancing with, um, who all did he say? Yeah, you too. Okay, moving on. Okay. Anyway, he was he did not make it through. He name dropped like four yes, or he five did. He did. big 70s and 80 groups that Frankie he had Frankie Goes to Hollywood. With. Yeah, that's one. That Relax. was the one that you were like, what? Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Yeah. But who was it that he danced with for a year? Was it Tina? No, he he had danced with Tina Turner. He danced with the banana for a year. He was a banana for no, a year. No, he, he toured with somebody for a year oh, dancing. Okay. But, but yeah, he did he not was, get his 75%. I, 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 we watched Bananas in Pajamas over here uh, at that time because my son was born uh, in the midst of that run. And so I, my oldest son. And so I remember 
watching it before his birth and after his birth with him. So, Next, that was Chris Fonseca. I always thought it was an Australian show, but okay. Apparently not. Uh, fun, fun, yeah, F-O-N-S-E-C-A, Fonseca, uh-huh. yeah. And he is deaf. Yes. And hears, he has a hearing aid, which lets him hear some sound, not much, but mostly rhythm. He can feel the beat of the song. And he was a pretty good street dancer, I thought. Street dancing, yeah. And he got his 75%, so he go, he went through. <laughs> his younger brother was in the audience. And when the mirror opened up and the audience started clapping and yelling and shouting, his little brother jumped up and screamed, that's my brother. Which I thought was just so apropos. What else do you scream? Mm-hmm. Right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. And then the last group out were the Globe Girls. Mm-hmm. Bunch of... Um, Drag queens? Dra- yes, I guess. Cross-dressers as, as, or as drag queens. As they said, we are men in wigs and makeup. So. And medium-sized heels, too. There we go. And they came out and did their dance. They were all in the same outfit, which made it look very good, a little coordinated. They did a lot of drag move uh, yeah. dance steps that we've seen from other shows that we've watched. But they got their 75%, so they got to go through also. Yeah, they, so we only had three no's. Uh, that's about what we had last episode. We had one, two, three. Yes, three notes. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Three notes. Yeah, to even out all the feels. And unfortunately, some of the nose are really talented are dancers, just not exciting dancers for the audience. Who, once again, they showed at least four times people saying the power is ours. And there was yeah. one the uh, mind trick. People were were yelling, bringing back, bringing back, and Jordan Banjo got up and said, "No, you all you, didn't vote for yeah, him. Yeah, you so can't bring him back. You didn't vote for him to begin with. It's time to move on. You have the power." So I don't know. Maybe that was somebody that wanted to change their vote, or maybe that was somebody that really liked him, and they thought that well, if you know the audience sees more of him, he'll. I don't know. And you know, part of it may just be what how he decided to dance this audition. You mm-hmm. know, there just wasn't. Uh, if you don't have a good story, you have to have an exciting dance. There just was nothing big or it was you can't just... Be, you can't be technical and not exciting no, and not have a it good was, story. It was very good in what he did, but then I guess you just have to wonder, is what you do enough? Mm-hmm. You know. Now, I would say that's interesting about street dancing because a lot of people really enjoy that. I mean, that's what people do out on the corners um, – for for money and people pay and everything. I don't know that you see many ballet dancers doing that for money. So, I mean, it's even tougher mm. to get groups of people. And what is this, 1,100? Is that what I said last episode? Mm-hmm. There's 1,100 people in that auditorium. Um, so, 740 plus of them have to like ballet. I don't know. You know, I mean, I would say if I went out and just stood in our town and talked to a hundred people, if I'd, I'd be surprised if 75% of them, 75 of them said that they liked ballet. Or even knew what it was. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's a... Had ever seen it before. It's probably been around longer than most any other dance other than um, African jazz, but uh, it, it, particularly here in the U.S., although they're not, they're, it's over there. Still, and you would think with Darcy Bustle and mm-hmm. you know it's it's still a prominent art form, mm-hmm. you know, over here in the 
in the Midwest, let's say, or the, it, you know, people have no, but they know street dancing. They know because they've seen it on their videos. Mm-hmm. They've seen it in the street corner in the bigger cities when they go visit them on their special vacation trips and whatever, you know, so. I think it's more MTV. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know how you combat that. Yeah. You know, of course, the people that know are going to like just about anything. But in order to win things like that, you have to get people who don't know it right. to like it. And for ballet, that's that's going to be a very uphillish battle. Not so much for the street stuff, but for ballet, yeah. Okay, um, no real news on any of the other shows. Not yet. We've just heard, the so you thing. think you can dance is coming back in the summer? Yes. But that was definite. I saw a Facebook post. If it's on Facebook, you know it's true. You, you can even go to their website. They yeah. have their... Uh, tryout yeah, dates. Yeah, the tryout dates. The audition and stuff. dates. They're and auditioning the cities. now. There, there's four cities. February, I think, is when the first one started. One of them I didn't recognize. Was it like Oregon or Washington? No, oh, I don't know. Something like that. I, I don't but know. one of them seemed kind of out of the way from what they had been. And of course, there's a normal LA and New York, and then two others, one of which I thought was kind of weird. So, anything else? Not that I can think of. We're just waiting on some more dance shows to get started up. So well, we I mean, uh, this has, what, 10 episodes, I think. So by the time this winds down, um, World of Dance will start. So we'll we'll transition right into that and then move on from there. World of Dance, probably to So You Think, and all the other hemoflotches as they come around. Hemoflotches? Okay. Hemoflotches, yes. Okay. All right. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can email us at dancefever at gmail.com. The deliberatenoise.com website hosts us slash dancefever. You can leave comments there. We also have Facebook and Google Plus pages where Dance Fever is two words on each of those and then on Twitter if you look us up Dance Fever is one word but no matter where you look us up Fever is F-E-V-R-E or it's not us there you go guys we'll talk to you about some more Greatest Dancer next week bye the Dance Fever podcast is a deal production and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial non-derivatives 3.0 unported license